0: The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy. Back up in this bitch, Mr. Haven't thought of a lot of nicknames this week. Mr. I'm so tired. Mr. Yet again, should have recorded this earlier in the day because now my ideal scenario was to relax this evening and watch Manchester City versus Real Madrid on TV. AKA, Mr. I think I've got my headphones on the wrong ears. A.K.A. Mr. Turn Myself Up in the headphones so I can hear what the fuck I'm talking about. A.K.A. Your boy, Jack Fox. It's time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. How's it going? I hope you're okay. I'm very tired. I've been very tired the last couple of days and I think there's something wrong with us. Um, I haven't felt that great the last couple of days and I think... I think it's... It's two two things which, which two two big umbrellas which under the umbrellas hold a lot of things. Uh, Last week I was very busy um, and of course the week before that was the, uh, the weekend before that was the headline gig so a lot of stress and emotional build up into that. Then I was doing a lot of gigs here, there and everywhere doing other uh, like, Important stuff with felt now, that was taking up a lot of... And then, then this week, I've got, like, nothing on. So it's just been a big crash. A big high, busy, doing loads of stuff, to then a big crash this week. And also, because I was really busy last week, um and mostly the week before, um I haven't ate a vegetable since, like, 1978. Uh, because I've just been on the go, eating shit, eating... Eating dinner and like waking up late, having like cereal for breakfast because you know how I do, you know how I get down over on this side. You know, your boy's the king of cereal town. Um, and then I'll head, then I'll just like skip lunch because I'll, I'll be up late. Then I'll head out and I'll either get something to eat on the way out or eat at the venue or like McDonald's on the way home. It's just, just completely just eating like shit. And my insides are like, oh, all right, like. You know, you're in your 30s now, you need to sort this out, you need to slow down a bit. Like, I mean, even last night, like, I had no excuse for this, no excuse for this. Last night I had a day off, purposely gave myself the day off last night. Day off yesterday, I did some housework, did some gardening, had to go to the tip. You know me, you know me, Mr. Domesticated. The night before, uh, made a huge pan of pasta, because yet again, you know how we do on this side. You open a bag of pasta. You might as well cook the whole fucking thing. You can make half of it with your sauce. Keep the other half. Look, this is this is a cooking podcast now. Okay, you understand? Okay, good. So I've got I've got half a bag of cooked pasta in the fridge, waiting for us. Last night, did all my chores. Did it outside in the sun, fresh air, light gardening. But uh, I suppose you can call it exercise. Sorting them through stuff in the garage, throwing stuff out, going to the tip. Ordered a pizza. Did it? I done did it. I stunted on these hoes. Ordered a pizza when I just shouldn't have. I just shouldn't have. I haven't had a fruit or a vegetable since the Second World War. So there we go. Um, The plan. It's fucking one 0 to City already. This is fucking bullshit. Sorry, I know this isn't. I know. I I try to make the conscious effort to not talk about football. Uh, during like normal episodes of the podcast, and I will try and save that for the football chat episodes when I speak to Max, Kenny, and Rex. Um, but football is just depressing me lately. The Newcastle shit when they got taken over by fucking murderers. The fact that I'm a Man United fan and Man City, and Liverpool are going to win every trophy. It's just pissing me off. So I, I'm just I was meant to I wanted to watch the City game because I really did think Real Madrid were going to win. And it's already one 0 to City. So the game's only been on five minutes. Fuck me. Um, so for that reason alone, I am. It's, it's going to be a fairly short podcast this week. I'm going to get in and get out. Um, I wanted to talk about. It's going to be a fairly comedy heavy episode because uh, I've been doing. You know, I, I spoke about my headline gig last week, and that was all funny games. But I've been doing a lot, a few comedy gigs lately. I've been really, really enjoying myself, and I'm enjoying. Uh, I put this new set together that I really like, and um, I know some of you who listen to this have seen me do comedy. Um, and have came out to see me do comedy since doing this podcast. So uh, 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 thank you very much. I really appreciate it, the people that do support and come out. Um, uh, I had some friends come out to a Red Raw in Newcastle at The Stand, which, by the way, if you're listening to this and you do like live comedy, I should also preface and say, I'm sure I've said this before on the podcast, that live comedy is so much different and so much better than, than the stuff you see on TV. I know if you're in England and you're watching and you watch, like, Live at the Apollo or, um, you know, Mock the Week or any of those panel shows, 8 out of 10 cats, uh, or all that stuff, that's all well, fine and good, but that's been so, like, watered down, processed, like, it's not as off the cuff as you think it is, it's all planned and whatever, and that's fine, it's fine as entertainment, but I think some people just see that and think, oh, yeah, okay, that's comedy, that's fine. And it's not, it's, it's like the same with... You know, you get, you get pop stars on the radio and you go, all right, man, I've, I've heard this song a thousand times, like, fine. And then you go to a small venue and you see a band really pushing the boundaries and whatever, and it's, it's the same thing. So the, the Stand is the only purposely built comedy club in Newcastle. It's right in the centre of town. Uh, it used to be comedy seven nights a week, but I think they have dialed it back a little bit because since COVID and stuff. And Red Raw, when, when I first started getting into comedy, it was £2 to get in. Then when I first started doing comedy, it was £3, and now since COVID and stuff, it's gone up to £5, but it's still fairly, really cheap for what it is. I've been doing gigs there, and you know, Chris Ramsey's popped in and done a set, Jason Cook's popped in and done a set, Um, I haven't gigged when this has happened, but I know Sarah Milligan's popped in a few times, Kevin Bridges has popped in a few times. So, anything can happen on a Red Row night, and what it is, what it's advertised as is it's new acts, so people who have not done a lot of gigs, and established acts doing new material. So, I, and I've done hundreds of Red Rows, I've been fortunate enough to headline a Red Row, and it's, it's always such a fun night, for either good or bad reasons, you know, you can get, like like us, us new acts like my, my friend Sam was on my friend Anya was on Um, uh, my friend uh I forgot his name Mike Carter I came down from Liverpool he was on, he did really well Cy with MC and my friend and then there's people who I hadn't met before who were only on a handful of gigs and the gentleman that was on just before me I was going to try out some new stuff Because it's a great night to try new stuff. And the guy that was on before me, it was only his second gig. Now, if you're going to get into doing stand-up comedy, don't do Red Raw at the stand until you've done, like, ten gigs. Because it's a really nice gig, and it'll give you a bad... Representation of what doing comedy is actually like because if it was up to me, I would just play the stand every single night and it would just be excellent and I'd get paid well for it and I'd eat the nice food and I'd go home and live happily ever after. But it, that's not how it works. So, the guy on before me, this is only his second ever gig, and this is why Red Rose is so good because I don't mean to suck my own dick or blow my own trumpet. But I've done it, you know me, I'm Mr. 900 gigs a week, Mr. I'll do your venue, Mr. collecting them racks, Mr. I'll do the gig fine. So I'm fairly experienced with gigging. And uh, so I, let's just say I kind of know what I'm doing. And the guy that was on before me who'd only done one gig before this was his second gig didn't really know what he was doing. So this is why Red is good. Because you're going to see somebody... Well, you're going to see somebody... He bombed. He bombed really hard. And then I had to come on afterwards and do a cleanup job. Now, am I going to repeat some of the material this guy used? Yes. Do you have to realise that this is him saying it? And I'm just repeating what he said? And it's not actually my views? Yes. Long story short, I don't want to out the guy, I don't want to say his name. He was talking about how... His mum had unfortunately passed away. He was talking about how people were trying to console him at the funeral by saying his his mum will always be looking down on him. And he said, I don't want her to always look down on us because what if she's watching us while I'm watching porn? I don't want my mum to be looking down on us while I'm watching two midgets piss on a lesbian's face. Now, coming from me and the way I've just set it up, the way I've said it, It's funny. When you're watching a guy talk about how his mum's just died and he's stumbling his way through it because he's already bombing. That was his big closer, I must warn you. Not good. No laughs. Audible, audible silence. Do you know what that means? You can hear the silence after he said that big punchline. Then he said... that's my time, so I've got to go and then go off stage. And then MC Sybeckwith came on. And you have to allude to it, because you can't just be like, wasn't that good? Anyway, here's your next act, Jack Fox. You have to mention it. So Sy said, set me up here. I'm about to walk on stage in front of 300 people, bear that in mind. Sy said, your next act, good friend of mine, known him for a long time. I highly doubt you'll hear any more midget jokes out of him. Welcome to the stage, Jack Fox. And I took the very short walk to the stage and I got on stage and I grabbed the microphone from Sai, shook his hand and I said, All right, Newcastle, how are you doing, you bunch of fucking midgets? He saved the gig, yay! He knows what he's doing, yay! Jack Fox, he saved the gig, yay! And that, my friends, is why you should try to come to more Red Raw nights. And now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. This episode of Titan Inspired is brought to you by me, the comedian Jack Fox. Fucking hire me for your gigs, and I will burn the motherfucking roof of the motherfucking venue. You got that right. That's me as today's episode sponsor for Titan Inspired. But while I've got you here, I mean, I'm putting adverts out for me as sponsors on the episode because I haven't got many gigs coming up. Uh, The next. Comedy gig uh, May the seventh at Laurels in Whitley Bay. Really fucking great lineup. Great okay, for you to come along. May the seventh, Whitley Bay. Woo-hoo. Seems to do come along with some gigs. I so really, I really, I'm enjoying doing comedy at the minute. I really like to do some more gigs. I was, like I say, I was really quite busy in the last couple of weeks. It's kind of died off, and I've got one and the 7th of May. I think it'd be really good. Actually, I'm going to tell you a story very soon about you being cancelled. I should have really should. I'm going to make some more money, but I was fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's all about so money, although it's kind of about the bags of accident. Didn't really it was all the, yeah, the euros. You know, I'm trying to get all the bags. The bags. But anyways I'm going to you about this year. i the story really quick. Ah! We're back uh, in the time it took us to have that little break. There, Man City scored again, so I'm going to record this episode, then drive straight off Marsden Rock Cliffs. Um, yeah, so I am enjoying doing comedy at the minute. Uh, I'll tell you these these two. Uh, I guess I'll tell you these two really quick, kind of quick stories. First one, not really much of a story, just wanted to air my frustration. Um, a, a few months ago, Hive Mind got asked to, to play a gig in some fucking random part of Gateshead, which, when somebody says, you want to play Gateshead? I'm like, sure, yeah, I know lots of nice venues around Gateshead, and they actually tell you where the venue is, and it turns out it's near the fucking Metro Centre, and you go, what the, what the, uh, we're from Sunderland, like, why we I going to bring people, anyways, so, yeah, sure, okay, you're going to pay us, we're going we're to headline, it's going to be out, okay, fine, looks great, Um. And then like I've just advertised there, I'm uh, this this is for May the sixth. So it's Friday to May the sixth. May the seventh, I'm playing a gig uh, with Note at Laurels in Whitley Bay. The May the 8th, Sunday, May the 8th, I'm gonna go see Shane Gillis in Leeds. It's gonna be a lovely weekend. Hive Mind gig, Feltnout stand-up gig, I'm gonna see Shane Gillis. What a lovely weekend. Uh then in the meantime, the Note crew asks the lineup for the seventh, which is a good lineup, George Zach, myself. I think Judy Grady Thomas and I think Cybeckwith is going to be MC as well. It's a great lineup. Or is it Anya Atkinson? Sorry, he said Judy Grady Thomas. Um, great lineup. Uh we get asked if we want to do a gig, same bill, double the money, on the sixth at a place in now I can't even remember, Wickham, I think, somewhere. But of course, you know, I'm already I've got the hive mind gig, my priorities lie where my priorities lie. I already said I do the Hive Mind gig, so... Soz, thank you very much for the offer. I can't do it. You guys go on ahead without me. It's fine. That gig got confirmed. Somebody else has taken my place on the Felton gig. Fine. Then, fucking today... This is months ago, by the way. And then today... I get an email from the people putting the gig on the, the Hive Mind show in Gateshead. Gig's been cancelled. So now I'm missing out on a gig... A hive mind gig, which which also I should say that whenever hive mind play a gig and we get paid for, it goes back into the band. I should, you know, we're not taking that money; and we cover everything ourselves. But it goes back into the band. But I saw so we, can, we can buy merch and studio time and all that stuff. Um, so we were gonna. So not only if we lost a gig, we've lost money out on that. Then I've also lost money on the film. Felt- it's just fucking pisses me off that's all but that's fine it's okay it's fine something else will come something will come around it'll be fine i'm still going to see shane gillis on sunday so next sunday so that's fine um so i had a gig uh this past weekend at uh tyne bank brewery in newcastle if you know where that is lovely place uh another stand-up comedy gig with felt now this was in conjunction with it's all goods aka any rising aka charlie salisbury good friend of mine You've heard me talk about any Ryzen here before, I'm sure, the open mic scene stuff. Um, And Charlie is a very smart, very uh, business-acumen-minded young gentleman. Um, And it's all good. He basically provides local traders who make local products, uh, art and crafts. And there's somebody there selling their own board game that they've made and postcards and everything. Uh, it let's them have little stalls around Time Bank, and there's often a DJ on, and there's a food truck that comes. It's really great. It's like it's like a full day event, and uh, for the this was the fifth installment of of that particular event, and you wanted it over two days, over Friday and Saturday. Friday night he had some bands come and play in Time Bank Brewery, uh, from what I saw on Instagram and stuff. It looked great. Saturday night he wanted Felt Not to come and do some comedy. Now, now. Already, alarm bells are ringing. Why? I'll tell you. Like I say, Charlie and Any Rising are friends of mine, and now I know all my music for all my rap music friends are going to come down because they've been dying to see me do comedy for a long time. Fine, okay. And it turns out that a lot of my friends don't know how comedy works, so. I get there quite early because it's an all day thing I want to check out the other stalls and stuff all my friends are already there having a drink and stuff and, and you know just chilling out having enjoying the weekend fine and straight away they're always like oh you doing comedy tonight aren't you yeah oh don't just will you not rip the piss out of us oh, okay man I promise I won't rip the piss out And then it just that just carries on all night. Like, everybody telling us not to rip the piss out of them. Like, do you understand what... I think I'm just going to get on stage. I think this is just what I do. Like, you know me, Mr. 900 gigs a week. I'm just going to get on stage. And all I do is rip the piss out of people. I've worked really, really hard on crafting these jokes. Like, as if just when I do music gigs, I just get on stage and just fucking wing it. Like, with whatever. No, I've taken time to write these songs and produce these songs and everything. So I'm going to do the songs that are Like, I take time to write these jokes. Like... It really fucking pissed me off a little bit. And I also realised that this podcast isn't the funniest one I've done. But I just had to get the comedy grief off my chest. It's it's uh, there, there might be some sort of piss taken in there, in a comedy set, fine. But I'm not just going to stand on stage for 15 minutes and just rip the piss out of you. Like, what... Just because I know you, what the f- no? I'm gonna do my well-crafted jokes about my long-distance relationship and my terrible music career. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that might be it for the least funny episode that I've ever done. Uh, we're coming up at twenty minutes here, so you know it's probably it's probably a lot. I was gonna, st- I am gonna start doing the uh, felt note Patreon episodes. I might do one tomorrow. Um, I'm not going to do it today, though. But I'm going to start doing that. If you're not already, signed up to the FeltNout Patreon, patreon.com slash There's loads of, just loads of shit on there. Just go check it out. Just go and have a look. Uh, you don't necessarily have to sign up. But you, if you want to sign up, you can sign up for as little as £3 a month. Uh, There's loads of podcasts on there, exclusive podcasts. You get a secret handshake. You get a secret membership card. You get loads of shit on there, man. From £3 to £50, pick a tier. Come and support uh, Grassroots Comedy. We'd really appreciate it. And I'm going to start doing extra like 10 to 15 minute episodes to put on there uh, a week. So, cool, man. Thanks for continually supporting this podcast. I had a lot of messages this week, uh, actually, which was really nice, about the last episode, which was talking about the... uh, the Drunk Disabled Lady. I mean, she's oh, always fucking wild, but either way. Um, if you do like the podcast, feel free to donate. If you want to chuck in a couple of quid, be much appreciated. Uh, just share it to your Instagram story. Tag us. Share it with a friend. Share it anyway. Tag us. Please keep sending me more videos of your pets twitching in the sleep. That would mean the world. And, uh... Have a good weekend. Keep streaming my songs. Keep watching my videos. 7th of May. Laurels and Whitley Bay. To the stand. If you're bored, whatever. Okay, right. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna stop promoting. Shit. All right. Thank you. Love you. Bye. That was a felt out production. Oh, no. To find out more, visit feltout.co.uk. I really am sorry for how funny that podcast wasn't. I mean, that was just me venting my comedy grief. I apologize. Big Cox.